hey, we're Ramones of the Day, and this is Planet Earth 1988. One, two, three, four. to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every Ramones song alphabetically from 53rd to the word zero. I'm Philip. And I'm Molly. And with us today is a very special guest, all the way from the computer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Elise Atkinson from Decline of Western Civilization Minute podcast. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Hey. So, yeah. <laughs> quick, quick uh, backstory. I was a guest on that show. Yes, you were. Um, and you had a splendid time. I did. And I did. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it was delightful. Um, uh, and uh, Elise mentioned a few things about the Ramones. And so my ears perked up. And then we had this opportunity. And now here we are. And that's what she's doing here. <laughs> you still have like part of my favorite episode is with you in it. Where Ooh. we just talk about Johnny in a baseball umpire like a baseball uniform so <laughs> to that one it was really great thank you very much <laughs> it's a it's a striking image it is uh, it real, is it, has, it should be tattooed on someone's very ugly body real, somewhere <laughs> real tight pants and a weird like cup <laughs> um, okay anyway but we're glad to have you here while we are talking about uh the song planet earth 1988 <laughs> This uh, is a song from 1984's Too Tough to Die. It is written by Dee Dee Ramone. And I gave it a song category of political. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. He's got, a, he's got a lot of stuff to say. And we don't really have too many political songs over I think, the course of this. No, but when they go political, it's pretty big. It's all in. It's a, <laughs> it's a long list of yeah. gripes. Of wrongs. <laughs> Just a list of gripes, yeah. no demand. But that's Just how gripes. all their political songs kind of are, like exactly like that. They have no answers. They're they're Billy Joel's <laughs> "We Didn't Start the Fire," like <laughs> "We Didn't Start the Fire," kind of. Their their version of that would be "We Can't Stop This Fire." <laughs> yeah. Um, the yeah, the Ramones played this song a total that I found zero times. I was gonna say zero times. Zero times. Yeah. You would have guessed what a bummer. zero. Totally. Bummer? Bummer. So, yeah. oh, you think it's a bummer that they didn't play the song? Yes. Okay, great. What, what, yeah, what are, what are your feelings on that? Because you really like this song? I really like this song. Mm-hmm. Why don't the Ramones ever give me more Weedly guitars? Like, it's like they never really do this sort of form that I really enjoy. Those They're always repetitive, but this one just has a certain guitar that is kind of grating, but lends itself to the emotion, like the of the song i just love it it's very it's very cold war song for me oh definitely there's more of it definitely i i i don't know about you guys but i was i was struggling to find some actual facts about this song okay so yeah so that means uh the the only facts i have is um is a bit of context corner sure i love a context corner but since this is a political song it's political context so if Dee Ramon was uh, like that weird political singer with a bow tie guy, he opens up the newspaper and he starts writing. What's that guy's name? I can't think of his I name. I have no idea what right. you're talking um, about. He, so some things, that were, <laughs> some things that were happening uh, in 1984 uh, were around this time, around the time of recording this, where the Soviet Union announced they would boycott the Olympics that year. 
Oh. Um, there was uh, a terrorist. There were lots of terrorist attacks, uh, but one was called the Bus 300 Affair, which uh, was uh, terrorists hijacked a, hijacked a bus. Uh, I believe they were Palestinian terrorists. It was in the Middle East or something. Um, Gandhi was assassinated. Yeesh. And uh, Vanessa Williams, who was the first black Miss USA, resigned after there were nude pictures of her popping up in Pet House. Ooh. So that's the that was the political climate. Naughty. Not <laughs> real naughty. Also, uh, so this song's coming out in 1984, but it's called Planet Earth 1988. <laughs> What's that about? Why? Why? That's I, my biggest question about all this. That Why? Is, that is. That that yeah, I don't I have no answer. I I guess I, I have okay, I have a couple theories. One, he thought there's no way we're gonna record this in time, so I'll write <laughs> it like now. Okay. So it'd be like us writing something for two thousand twenty. Yeah. That we expect we'll be done with this in a few years. Yeah. Um or two That does not hold water. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't they literally record and release within like three months yeah. like, yeah. turnover is crazy um, True. No. the uh and the other one yeah n- none of these ideas hold water uh so yeah he thought that they were gonna do it then uh he thought it sounded far away um and i had one other just really bad loose one other than just like uh the future and it just yeah it's like black it. mirror like you know close future it's the near now, future. but it's it's the it's not now, you know. Yeah, like Max Headroom. This comes from twenty minutes in the future. Yeah, is that what he's going for? <laughs> I mean, I it's all conjecture at I this point. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, but that's more. Uh, sorry, I'm all excited, but that's slightly more context corner. Okay. Because at this time, uh, some of the, the biggest uh, uh, sci-fi movies would have been um, Brazil and Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. And Enemy Mine and those types of movies that mm. maybe were a little more bleak. And then playing in, he was like, oh, those are set in the future. I'll set mine in the future. <laughs> the very, very soon future. The, ve- <laughs> the very soon future. <laughs> a chilling event. A sh- chilling prediction of things to come, probably, if you just hang in there a little while. Like, for a small... Like Thursday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, 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 I welcome any other wild theories as to why it's set uh, in 1988 as opposed to 1984. But I, I have none on that one. Maybe I, I don't know. I'm trying to even find something in the, the lyrics, which are a very funny thing in themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe they liked 1988 because it's two infinity symbols turned upside down on a side. Or honestly... <laughs> You can't, he wanted to say it's too late, and that rhymes with eight. Oh, yeah, that's probably exactly why I did it. But then again, why wouldn't you pick 1998 or 2008, Planet Earth 2008, or Planet Earth 2028? Because they wanted to make it relevant to now times. (laughs) (laughs) I got got nothing on this one. I I don't know. This this is perplexing. Yeah. I was reading... um, uh, I was actually reading a book called The Cape Crusade, which is about Batman and the rise of nerd culture. Okay. Thank you very much for all the applause. <laughs> um, but it was talking it was talking about uh, different things that people find in text uh, that is either put in there or unintentionally found. And how it's interesting when you uncover those things that are put in there, whether they knew them or not. 
because it, there's an allure of like you can't exactly explain what's happening and i feel like that's almost i don't know how actively that was done with this 1988 business but it feels almost conscious they're like oh we'll mess we'll just like set it three or four years in the future and it'll just mess with people <laughs> it seems like too conscious of a choice yeah i have no idea i don't know yeah and those are all the facts. I, I wish there was like a bigger, like bigger, like plot behind all of this. Like people were tying it together with other Ramon songs, but there's nothing. And I hate yeah, that. there's no information about this song anywhere on the interwebs at all. No, this nobody is it. talks about it. Nobody. Even we're really creating. We are right now creating the most <laughs> yeah. information about this. And so far, I listed off. Yeah, I listed off a bunch of movies and news stories, and then we talked about how confused we are. Well, um, I went to the YouTube comments on this one. Take us there. And Lenny Augustine said they could release the song as Planet Earth 2016, and the lyrics would be completely apropos. Wow. So let's get into the lyrics a little bit, huh? Yeah, prove it, Lenny. There's a, there's a lot going on here, huh? Yes. Uh, there's war, <laughs> and, and, and the discrimination against the blacks comes up a couple of times. Yeah. Um, you know. Well, think think of it this way, and now we'll really bring down the room, but as I was listening to it and thinking about these lyrics, I was thinking about how many things are, are kind of relevant today. Yeah. So Russian and American war machine, eh, you could maybe make an argument about that, at least 50%, right? Um, are still relevant. Uh, missiles in the air, sure. Um, guerrilla armies in the streets, I don't know. No more Christmas. That's the war on Christmas. Yeah, that's been going on for a long <laughs> that's time. That's been going on, yes. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, the jails are filled to the max. Discrimination against the blacks feels really forward, progressive Potent. for 1984. Yep. And sadly now, Dee woke before there, there was that. Oh, that's so true. For, for one song. That's the best thing you've ever said. <laughs> Dee Dee was woke. That shirt is getting made. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's so good. Yeah, Dee Dee was woke. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Dee Dee was woke, I... man. That's why he had to do so much heroin. He couldn't deal with how woke he was. <laughs> it's like, I can't oh, handle it. I have to be able to close my eyes sometimes. I'm so woke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. I'm sorry. As, as you were saying. <laughs> oh, no. I just find it funny that, like, I am thinking about it now, like, 88 really is just rhyming. That's really probably the only reason that was made. And I'm trying to just look at the lyrics and not think of them as something deeper than not just rhyming. Yeah. And it's very hard for me now. Yeah. It's like, there are so many true things. Where, like, the jails are filled to the max. Like, these are things I care about. I miss Christmas and trick-or-treat. Like, I don't know. <laughs> and then it just, it just loses all of its badassness. Like, I pray for well, peace. Like, that's you know, lame. that's funny yeah. because... um. I do think in general, the Ramones really try to bring it back to something Americana in their music. Sure. They're always trying to make it about teenagers and, you know, going to the theme park and kissing, kissing under trees and stuff right. or whatever. Well, the- they keep almost touching on stuff that I get excited about in punk music. Like, there are no jobs for the young. And they're like, yes, mm. they do owe us jobs. And those are, and that's always like the music I want to hear. And they just never get fully into it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's, and I, I think it's, that so, that's... it's so American. Yeah, they, yeah. they really are um, more of, I mean, they're a punk rock band, but they, they loved pop music, American pop music. Right. You know, you would almost think it, it, there's maybe even a, 
a case that this song is like the like a bridge type song from them being or especially dd being sad that the illusion of the 50s rock and roll era is not here versus him transitioning into what will what the reality is and what it will be you know mm-hmm. there was like he's probably equal parts sad there was like why don't people have sock hops anymore it totally as <laughs> as he is learning it was like whoa these prisons are crowded you know like in a way it, it's funny that that christmas trick-or-treat thing is kind of out of nowhere but i would i would totally understand if it was about equal par for him as the russians and american war machine part it's like yeah the war machine they're launching missiles and no more christmas and trick-or-treat you know <laughs> yeah i mean there, there's something kind of sweet and simple about dd sometimes you know and i think that that is if i can just sidebar here for one moment won't you kind of what really went wrong with his whole rap wait you know, that's that? that's what's well, wrong that, that, it's just that he's so it's too I mean, woke not too woke but he's just kind of too uh the, the words are not coming to me here but impulsive i think th- no i feel like um hi <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> it's right there uh, there's something like a naive childlike soul that lives in Dee Dee mm-hmm. at the same time that there's this, you know, tortured monster basically. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it could be two things. Either that this is the piece of him that, you know, is a little boy still, which I think Dee Dee always kind of had this little boy. Like he's like, I want to be a rapper, you know, like yeah. I, I want to like, <laughs> I want to go be with my rapper friends now and I'm tired of this or whatever. <laughs> Um, but also that there's something to be said for an end to Christmas and trick-or-treating as an end to some kind of capitalist, you know, Ooh. money machine. Okay. I don't know if it's trying to be that deep, but I could see in a political song where they'd be, they, it's almost, uh, not ironic, like they're, like they'd be taunting Americans that these things are going to be gone or, you oh, know, right. if, if, if it doesn't scare you that our jails are full. Maybe as an American, you'll be scared that we won't have Christmas anymore. Oh, so he gets all his bases covered. Well, I mean, I, you know, if you're not scared by that, you'll be scared by one of these other 10. Yeah, maybe. Okay. That's, that's as valid as for DD because you know, of course that's why we're here. here. I think that also lends to DD's thing of, I think he had a thing of not being able to just watch. He had to participate which ended up with mm-hmm. a lot of, as you'd say now, terrible DD content. <laughs> just being like, you could have just appreciated this. You could have just, you can still like rap. You don't have to be rapper mm-hmm. to be this person. And I think that's why some of his writing lyrically feels all over the place sometimes. Sure. Mm-hmm. You- I have a focus on the feeling he's trying to induce and less of a cohesion, maybe. That makes sense. Yeah. And it's, and it's, that same sort of spirit that you know may have spurred them to even start the band of like we don't need to know everything just get up there and do it totally never left so he's like oh i got a couple newspapers yeah and i read newsweek in time and i was like yeah this sucks i'm ready i could just see him just like with a newspaper open just being like oh look there's going through headlines and just like writing the song about the headlines i can totally see that because i mean the dude mark Mark russell his name's mark russell 
Who's Mark Russell? Mark Russell is this old school political guy who's always like, the deficit rag, oh, the deficit rag. And he does exactly that. He opens up, sorry, he opens up the newspaper and he says, I just open up the newspaper and laugh. They're so hilarious, those politicians. And it's the most toothless humor comedy uh. you'll ever see. It's awful. Okay. But this is Dee Dee's Mark Russell. God, that was driving me crazy. Sorry. Okay. I'm so sorry I interrupted. No. I'm totally... <laughs> Uh, maybe we should talk about the song a little bit. What? Okay. About the, uh, I mean, not to stop all the facts. No, yes. Uh, so this is a rock song. I mean, would you guys call this a rock song? As opposed to a punk song? Well, yeah, what what genre would you give this song, separate from the band or the album that it's on? Yeah, it's a, ooh. I guess it's, I guess, rock song. This reminds me of, like, a Ramones song influenced by L.A. at the time. Huh, okay. But not punk rock L.A. This reminds me of them kind of being influenced by a little bit of, like, Sunset Boulevard L.A. Like glam It's rock? just so much that... Yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah, it's very... We end up getting into this, some of this later, so it's on my brain a little bit. There's one specific Skid Row song that's very, very similar to this, that it's kind of because it starts off with a very hard verse that's a little bit trudgy, but has a very soft chorus. And for mm. some reason, I just feel like that's a little bit, but I really, really like it in this. Totally. So that's exactly what I wrote. It's a rock song with a, a soft pop chorus. Nay. Hey, yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, and-, and the Richie drums are so good in the chorus i love it so much okay great i love yeah. it when somebody loves a richie drum we're uh we're, we're i think we're all in, really into richie yes yeah i'm not really into richie past richie drumming <laughs> well i mean I, you know he's very as as the yeah. thing that he does in the band yeah sure mm-hmm. yeah um also there's like a piano that plays throughout yes. the entire song almost which is unusual and i didn't i didn't pick up until today yeah i and don't it know kind how of, I and i don't know how you guys feel about this it kind of reminds me of like a little toy piano at some places it's just kind of like real like tinkly not tinkly like uh yeah i think tinkly's right like shorter <laughs> from the peanuts yeah a little bit yeah. a little bit how do you guys feel about that piano work i kind of like that i think that again is a it reminds me again of that la feel where it's just uh. like it's that one song on the album and Motley Crue's gonna go home you know like that sort of thing (laughs) (laughs) totally I like the piano I was surprised by it and I and it's I mean it's really simple it's just kind of filling it out but it's probably one of those things that helps it but it's like the foundation of the whole song I feel like it's just the it's the metronome yeah yeah it just is that 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 yeah you got any more facts I really like it it's so good yeah uh, so, Elise, you jumped right into your feelings about this. Are you a, officially a love for this song? Yes. Okay. Definitely. All right. Mm-hmm. Wow. And Bold. you like it because it is a song that remind you love the drums. It reminds you of that. I do. I like, I like the repetitive uh, whittly guitar part. Um, it reminds me of... I mean, the Ramones are very simple in their own way. It's a different kind of simplicity. Uh, that reminds me of the way I write music, where I'm just like, there's three parts, and then we're going to intricately place them so I can look like I'm really good at guitar, and <laughs> it sounds good. 
Yeah. Nice. Um, Molly, do you want to vote on this? I actually do not like this song. Whoa. It's both ends of the spectrum. I know it's really rare that I don't like a song. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm sorry, but I am. I am apologizing <laughs> to our guest, and she really likes this song. Um, I think this song, first of all, is just like a major bummer, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, why can't you just... And that's why I, I love it. And that's why you love it? Okay, okay. Yes. And also, I, I don't know. I'm just not really a fan in most situations when the Ramones want to do that rock thing. Hmm. That's why you brought that up, huh? Well, it, it, there's just something about it that I feel like it kind of loses something Ramones A in this song. Okay. And I, I don't know if it is that soft... It's just that soft pop chorus to me is just weird. I don't really get it. It is a little weird. And then Joey's just like growling over the whole thing. Like I don't, I don't understand. There's a there's a version on the uh, like the expanded version of the disc that is a demo of Dee Dee singing it. Oh, of this um, song. Yeah. I bet that makes a lot more sense. Maybe it might. Yeah. It might. You might be into it. Um, it seems like, and we're gonna get into this with other things too with Elise about that. Like, I feel like around this time, I haven't really charted it, but it seemed like this is another one of those like. This is a Dee Dee song. This is him doing it. So it's yeah. almost insincere for someone else to sing yeah. about Christmas and trick-or-treats and war machines <laughs> uh, instead of him. Yeah. Um, but uh, but too bad they had that guy do it. <laughs> so sad. Joey Ramone's on um, like. I'm a like. I'm splitting the difference. Uh, I'm not a love, but I'm definitely not a leave. Mm. Uh, it's, it's always kind of a little puzzler, mostly because of that 1988 thing yeah what's up with 1988 I, we don't we'll never know <laughs> if anybody wants to chime in well, uh call the hotline here i'm born that was it guys that's oh that's, that's it so there you go is 1988 the year you were born yeah dog man man that must oh, be that's as vo- that's as <laughs> that's as factual as any reason we've put forth obviously <laughs> that makes sense uh so now we get to vote Elise, you have a most valuable uh ramon this is where you listen to your heart um, I would definitely say Dee Dee. Yeah. You okay. wrote it. Dee Dee. Dee Dee Dee. Dee Dee. And Molly, you're presented with the challenge of giving oh, him MVR for something that you. Yeah, didn't I'm, care I'm, I'm going to give it to Richie. Okay. Why not? When do I ever give it to Richie? Never. So let's do this. Uh, and I will give it to Tommy as he was producing this album and is possibly the contributor to that piano that we like so much. Oh, he played piano? He Maybe. No, not I don't know. I I don't know, but <laughs> it seems like it seems like anybody could have done that. Yeah, and I, it's mostly for the production. I think the production sounds really good. Yeah, it's got that wobbly guitar, and he made the drum sound great. Um, but uh, you could give it to Ed Stasium for that. I could, but I like saying Tommy. Got it. Um, okay. Well, does anybody else have any last cracks at Planet Earth 1988? It's in the past now, but it was the future then. Man. No, I'm good on this one. You're good on this? Elise, you have anything else? Nah, I feel good. Okay, good. Uh, well, we'll have you back tomorrow. Thank you again. Uh, everybody check out uh, Decline Minute uh, on your podcast services. Um, we will also be foundable on Twitter. We're at Ramon's Podcast. That's poetry spitting out of my mouth. Uh, and join us next time on this show when we will be discussing Poison Heart on Ramon's of the Day.